Good morning, everybody. It's Saturday. It's July 9th. It's Wind Daily Sports. It's Tony Tatum in the same spot we are every single weekend. The 5-5 five, five, get you the best five plays in under five minutes or less. And Adam, we got nine games on this four o'clock starting slate. And I got to look and ask you. I mean, there's some good pitchers here, but who's that ace of the slate? going to wind up being Brandon Woodruff, and it's kind of hard to argue that. He just steamrolled this Pirates team. There really hasn't been much that has changed since then. And Woodruff had a rough start of the season, but he came back from injury in these past two starts. It's been 11 innings, 18 strikeouts, zero walks, and one earned run allowed. He looks like he's back to what he expected from him from the very start. At 10,000, he almost has to be the chocolate slate, and I'm right along right with that. As a pump pitcher, as a 1B, do we ride a, a Kyle Wright against a suspect Washington lineup? Do we look at a Hunter Green for K potential against Tampa Bay? Uh, what, what would be that next pitcher in line for our lineup? Well, that's where things kind of get difficult because you're looking for some type of safety. It probably ends with Framber Valdez. That's $19,000 you got to spend on pitching. Could be a little bit difficult. Do like Tristan McKenzie a little bit. He's in a spot that should kind of suppress his weaknesses, gives up a ton of fly balls, but he's in Kansas City. That's going to help. Hunter Green's kind of always on the table. You know, the, the Rays strike out a lot. You, you kind of never know what you're going to get with him. But a lot of lefties, he's been a little bit better the left side of the plate. It could certainly work out. He has a really high ceiling. I think probably the, the punt pitcher that most people are going to turn to here is going to be Carlos Carrasco. He's at home, which has helped. He gets Miami, which should help. I mean, they're without two of their best hitters, Chisholm and Jorge Soler on the IL. He's coming off a strong start of 2060K points. I tend to think your cash combo is going to be Woodruff and Carrasco. If you want to get a pivot, though, Patrick Sandoval is kind of interesting going against Baltimore. His ceiling's been kind of hard to capture this year, but at only 7,400, the Orioles strike out of the top three rate against lefty pitching. If everyone's turning to Carrasco, I could see Sandoval being a really nice pivot and potentially outscoring Carrasco for 100 bucks less. Want to try out WindDailySports.com and take advantage of our summer sales? Sign up today for our special weekly promo of only $5.99 to gain you access to read all of our articles, check out our projection models, and talk one-on-one with professionals in our expert chat. Use promo code SUMMERSALE, S-U-M-M-E-R-S-A-L-E, to drop the weekly cost from $14.99 all the way down to $5.99 for a premium gold membership to WindDailySports.com. Make sure you're subscribed to this video, you're hitting the like button, and you're checking the show notes for all the details. Now, taking all that money and saving a little bit, pushing it towards the bats, Let's talk about stacks. Who's the number one stack? Are we going to ride the NL East tonight? Are we looking at an NL bat-driven lineup tonight? Yeah, you almost have to be. We were chatting before. Patrick Corbin's on the mound tonight, and <laughs> while he's been a little bit unlucky, his ERA numbers are pretty high and probably don't deserve to be that high. This is still the Atlanta Braves lineup against lefty, and they still just destroy lefties. Pretty much by any fact, you have to go right back to them. They went nuts last night. They got into that bullpen early. Cunha smacked a three-run shot, absolutely killed it. Swanson, Riley, I would assume Darno and Contreras are probably going to be in the lineup because Adam Duvall is on paternity leave right now. I'd probably play Contreras and save the money. Got better statistics against the left side of the plate anyways, and it saves you $1,100. Big difference at the catcher spot. Even Michael Harris, like, don't be afraid to play him. His Wobe is over 300 against the left side of the mound. 3,300. Yeah, I mean, Corbin's just not getting anybody out. I kind of don't know why they still have the kid hitting ninth. Like, I'm not saying, okay, he should hit lead off or anything, but, like, bump him up to seven or something. Man, the kid's hitting 310 with an 885 OPS. 
He's hitting ninth. People don't really play him because of that. He's a nice piece of the wraparound stack. And listen, he may only face Corbin once. The Braves get him early and often. You don't really care about the lefty and lefty matchup, and it's not that bad in the first place. You get different, get valuable. There's a lot of values right there. I, I don't understand. I hate talking about the Mets and the Braves because I am a Philly guy, but <laughs> I got to tip my hat, man. They, they are a very, very good team, and we're trying to make profit. I'm not worried about the wins. Now, talk about sneaky stacks, any valuable picture, any valuable plays, any FFPs, anybody before we get out of here that really may not be on everybody's radar that we might want to look at. I'm not sure how much they'll be on the radar, but take a look at the Rockies out in Arizona. The Plum Corner's on the mound, too, which is generally one of my biggest targets. Even if you don't want to go full Rocky stack, that's fine. Dude, Chris Bryant's still just 4,400. He has not had a zero since he's come back from injury. Double dong last night, starting to kind of find his groove. Three home runs since he's come back, first three of the season. Guy like that's only 4,400 against a very average to below average left two from Plum Garner. I don't know if he'll be chalky or not. I don't care. And then real quick on the other side, FEVP. I assume he's going to be popular. Jordan Luffalo against the lefty, 2,800. ISO, 364 against lefty pitches. I love the, the Rockies call as well. I mean, we, it's like we have the reincarnation of Jake Arrieta with Baumgartner and Patrick Corbin. There are the plays. I love the FFVP. There's a lot of interesting plays. Now, I know this guy isn't really FFVP under that threshold, but... You know, Ryan McMahon just keeps, you know, he was dropping earlier. He's starting to work his way back up. I really like him in that Rockies lineup. He's up to 3,800, and he's slowly but surely getting back into play. So I think that's a really good play for tonight. But as always, it's Windelly Sports. It's Tony. It's Adam. This is the 5-5. Five and five. We're here every weekend breaking it down in under five minutes get you the best plays that we can possible make sure you're checking out articles make sure you're checking the projection miles and most importantly everybody stay healthy and stay profitable